And now, B1039 presents Big Rapids Buzz with Bruce Borkovich and Chris Law. Brought to you by Rivertown Real Estate. The Pet Boutique on South 3rd Avenue in Big Rapids. Paris Creek Jewelry in Paris. Along with support from the community. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests and are not necessarily those of Up North Radio, its staff, management, or sponsors. Just hold on. I'm coming. Just hold on. I'm coming. Good morning, Big Rapids. This is Big Rapids Buzz with Chris Long and... Bruce Borkovich. Good morning, Big Rapids, Macosta County, surrounding counties. Uh... And before I forget, our good friend, member of uh, Curry's Corner, um, Pete Kent, um, is going to have a knee surgery, a knee replacement. And uh, Pete's a tough guy. This isn't going to get him down. But uh, if you get a chance today, just quietly say a prayer for uh, Pete and wish him success and a good outcome. Speedy Uh, recovery. Speedy recovery. I think Pete's 86. He's a tough guy. Most people wouldn't even consider this at his age, but Pete's going to do well. So uh, please uh, say a prayer for Pete today. All right, so today we have uh, Corey and Lori, but we'll start with Corey. So, how long have you lived in the community? I have been a Macosta County resident my entire life. Um, We moved to Paris 17 years ago, but I've lived in Stanwood and Big Rapids and been here since I was born. What do you like most about this community? Why are you here? Um, I like that it's a smaller community. We have a lot of... um, you know, like some of the bigger box stores and things like that, so it's convenient, but we have a lot of nature and just a lot of outdoorsy stuff to do around here. Plug your business name. Paris Creek Jewelry. Okay, <laughs> and, and you make jewelry, obviously. Yes. Uh, talk a little bit more about that. Um, well, I've been making jewelry since about 2010. Um, I started just with like macrame and stringing and things like that, and I've evolved over the years into metalsmithing and do a lot of wire work and hand stamping. What caused you to get into that though? Um, I've always been an artist my whole life. Um, I, When my daughter was a baby and my husband was working out of town a lot, I just ordered a couple of kits and started messing around with them and everyone that I worked with was like, hey, I want one of those. And <laughs> so it just kind of snowballed from there. So, so were you, you were basically self-taught is what you're saying? Yep. That's cool. Is there a uh, kind of a style that you specialize in? Like, is there a signature? Do you make stuff on demand? But yep, I do a lot of custom orders. Um, I think that I usually classify my jewelry as rustic elegance. It's pretty earthy. I use a lot of stones that I collect myself from, like the Great Lakes. I've also collected a lot of rocks just off of my gravel road, and I tumble them. And ones that will fit whatever I'm making. I use those, and the other ones just sit in a jar somewhere. <laughs> My wife taught me about that, rustic elegance, rustic lux. We build a log home, and okay. I build a lot of our furniture, and she taught taught me about the concept of rustic lux or rustic yep. elegance. So I actually understand that now. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, how long does it typically make take to make one of these pieces? It depends on what I'm making, so I do just a different variety of styles so sometimes it can take a few weeks um sometimes it depends you know if i if i'm on a time crunch for somebody i can usually make something within a couple of days but lately life has been busy so it oh takes yeah a little bit longer. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that yeah. busy life a little later yeah. um 
So has there been a particular artist or, 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 or maker who's influenced your style, or is it just all Corey? Nature's usually, by saying it's incredible, isn't my it? My muse, yep. So it, it's every once in a while, I'll find a piece of uh, uh, wood in the woods, mm-hmm. and I'll just see it and look at it and realize I can make mm-hmm. this out of that. I'm doing that all the time, and yep. my wife usually uh, likes it. It's it's yep. amazing yep. what nature has to offer. Yep. I've used a lot of stones, but I've used pine cones and acorns, and I've had people bring me their horse's tooth or. Oh. Memorial jewelry with ashes, people's ashes. I've done that before too. So that's pretty so, cool. So you d- yeah. you can definitely do custom work for yes. people that something might be really sentimental mm-hmm. uh, yep. from from someone. That's neat. Yep. What is, is it? More earrings or necklaces or bra- what? Do you, what um, is the most that you? Probably the majority of custom orders are usually necklaces, but sometimes bracelets or earrings. I do it all. I also do like bookmarks and ornaments and stuff like that. So people that don't want I have a lot of people that say, well, I don't wear jewelry, but they like to read, yeah. so we do a bookmark or something hmm. like that. So yeah. Keychains yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. How long have you been doing it? Since two, 2010, I believe, wow. is when I started. Wow. What What would you say is the biggest challenge with, with it? Is it the idea phase or the actual doing the manufacturing well, of it? Sometimes it's just the concept of it. Um, I'll have people that they kind of know sort of what they want like they want something to celebrate this milestone or memorialize something and they maybe their favorite color was purple and that's all they give me and so usually i it's a kind of a long process with custom orders sometimes a lot of messaging back and forth and sending pictures of different materials and i always send pictures along the way as i'm making things so people can see where we're at and so what so tell us about your the most memorable piece, whether that's the most expensive one or the one that took the longest to make or the one that was Something your big, biggest success? Oh, there's been a lot of memorable pieces <clears throat> over the years. Um, I did just do some 24 karat gold earrings to go along Whoa. with the 24 karat gold necklace um, <laughs> that I made earlier this year. That was probably the most expensive because gold is not cheap right now. Now, now do the, the clients give you the, the some of the materials like the gold or do you um, purchase it? I ordered it? the gold. Okay. That was not cheap. Um, I do have people that will give me like a stone or something like that. Um, I've got a friend of mine that she when they go on their trips she'll bring stuff back and I'll make her a necklace or something but um, recently my aunt and uncle's 40th anniversary um, they just celebrated back in September I think so I my uncle commissioned me to make a piece for her so that was pretty special to me so that was fun to make that's cool you had an experience making a piece of jewelry for a pretty famous person here in Michigan did you not well, I didn't make it specifically for them, but they purchased they it. They purchased it. Well, tell us a little bit about <laughs> yeah. that. Corey, you tend to be Who a very was this mystery person. person. Yeah. Tell us about that. Uh, I had a former Michigan governor. He was still the governor at the time, but I used to wholesale for a couple of museums in Michigan. One was down in Lansing. I think it was called the Michigan Historical Museum. And then they had a branch in Nagani, the... Um, iron museum old iron museum or something like that and so the governor stopped in one day and bought a pair of my earrings so she the manager messaged me that night just so you know so that was kind of cool so so, but how did he find out about it he just was in there shopping i guess i don't know Mm. wow that's pretty cool is there any other famous people that you've made jewelry for um just or local celebrities instagram 
influencers over the years. I know one of them wore um, my jewelry to, uh, I can't remember the name of the show, but it was Chip and Joanna Gaines. Oh. So there was like press photos of her wearing my, not Joanna, but the uh. influencer wearing my jewelry next to Joanna. She really? She gave her a hug and stuff. <clears throat> I was like, oh. My earrings touch Joanna Gaines. <laughs> so, do you have like uh, like a separate shop or a building? You do this inside the house. What? How do um, you- right now, I have a room that's designated for my workspace. Um, I'm hoping to have. I was hoping to win that cabin from the sheriff's department. <laughs> my friend John Turner, <laughs> but I didn't. I won the picnic table. Do you have like a mill and a lathe or? I or have kiln? a um, a rock saw. It's out at my dad's mm-hmm. house right now, though. But for cutting stones, um, I could do lapidary on that, which I don't because I don't have time right now. I'm hoping you can do what? Lapidary. Which What's is that? Trimming down the stones, grinding down the stones, making them into uh, cabochons and things rock like cutting. that. I was yeah. worried. I had lapidary <laughs> once, but two weeks of penicillin got rid of it. I'm as good as new. Yeah, I'm just, I can. Good as new. No uh, no side effects or, or, or anything from that. Uh, so. I do a lot of soldering. Sorry about that. Like that. So I use a torch. And, and so so eventually, as the business grows, it could evolve into an outdoor space. I would like to have a separate, a separate space yeah. outside yeah. of my home. I do classes also for like hand stamping and other yeah. jewelry making techniques. It would be really nice to have. Something outside of my house. I will travel to people's homes or other businesses and do them there, too. But I'd like to have just some studio hours where people could come and, you know, a lot of people like to see the jewelry in person, which I don't blame them because even though I try to take decent pictures of them, they, it just never looks the same yeah. as it does in person. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Good. Where, where can everyone buy your jewelry where can they go pariscreekjewelry.com you can find me on facebook and instagram too you can always reach out through those channels so it's not necessarily come out to my house knock on the door come in and see what i do probably preferable to contact yeah. you through the website yep. just to make sure you're home you're right. a very busy lady which yep. we'll talk about a little bit but uh <laughs> that'd be the best way to yeah. to uh to, to start with you yep do you get um husbands who uh, I guess I'm being a little sexist here because I, it could go either way. But do you get husbands yep. uh, who call you up and say, hey, I want to make something cool for my wife, whether mm-hmm. here's an old stone from a ring I got her years ago or mm-hmm. I want something new. Do you, yep. do you get that? Because yep. that I can tell you, you know, there's husbands that probably are really interested in that but a little intimidated, mm-hmm. don't know what to do. How does that right. process work? Well, that was like my uncle just recently actually i saw he was behind me on the road and i i waved at him behind me and all of a sudden he's yelling to me out the window so we're both yelling to each other out the window i'm like what he's like what's your phone number (laughs) so he called me i I had no idea what he wanted but um it was to make a necklace for my aunt so a lot of people especially like him they don't really know what they want i enjoy like finding symbolism and things like that so i made like a shadow box heart with a rose quartz which is a stone of love so i love diving into all of that type of stuff and you know if you have some different aspects that you want to be celebrating i like to go through and see what i can do that is meaningful that would that's when the artist in you comes yes. out you and that can tell you a lot of a guy like me i i, I know i want to do something mm-hmm. nice you know for my wife but Here's what I'm celebrating, Corey. Right. Can you you design it? You make it happen. Mm-hmm. That's that's a yep. 
that, that's pretty handy. What what time of year is typically your most busiest? Christmas. Yeah, I would sure. assume so. <laughs> so, not only with this the whole township clerk yes. thing you going on, you also yes. have a lot of orders yes, with do. this. <laughs> yes. And and uh, so this question has to be asked. We're pretty close to Christmas. If someone comes to you and a week from now and says, "Make me something," I think it'll be Christmas. Over. Yeah, Christmas. Week, a, <laughs> we, we might miss it. Christmas Day, so probably I prefer you to come to me before Christmas yeah. Day. Yeah. <laughs> How much rum cake have you had? There are going to be. Well, I hit Christmas Day. That's why the point I was making. Uh, if if you come, I do get yeah. a lot of people that will come to me like oh, yeah. just a couple days before they need something. I'm so sorry, this is last minute, and usually I can, you know, it might not be the most intricate yeah. piece of jewelry, but I can usually come up with something. So huh. nice. maybe an empty box with your. Uh, business name right. and say next I do, year i do gift certificates next year oh, we do. Yep, I do mm. gift certificates so <laughs> there's always that option what's the most unique request <laughs> yes you've ever mm. received you know uh uh here is uh uh, my husband's or you know left mm. ear can you make it into a piece <laughs> of never worked with jewelry ear. i've worked with <laughs> antlers i've worked with oh, yeah. i had a horse tooth that i made into a bracelet it was that was pretty cool because did you make it for Lori? No, I didn't make it for Lori. Another horse friend. She had her horse's tooth had to be pulled, so she saved it and then said it looks pretty cool, yeah. though. So this is getting a little silly, and I need to explain why. <laughs> Lori brought in a rum cake. Now, it wasn't a rum cake. It was a rum cake. <laughs> first of all, it's incredible. It's the best rum cake I've ever had, but uh, Chris and I had a piece of it, and uh, we're going to go from here to the Betty Ford clinic uh, after it. the show because I think we need a little, a little treatment, but it's incredible. How, Lori, how, much, how much did you put in there? Well, it's that half a cup. At a time, I, Chris. But I, half a cup at a time. Yeah, but I kind of used half a fifth. <laughs> You know what? You got the half right. I thought it was good. Well, you got the half right. Right. And if some a half a cup is good, a half a fifth has to be better, right? Absolutely. It's very moist. Uh, but I'm not I'm not, you know, being gratuitous here. That's the best rum cake I've I ever think, had. I, well, you need a chaser. It's incredible. But as it as it soaks in here, I think, you know, this is gonna degrade into just laughing uh, for the rest of this uh this time. Uh wow. But, you know, because as I mentioned, Chris, usually I wait till about nine in the morning to start drinking. And, you We're know, eating. 820 this morning I started, which is I'm a disciplined person and that's out of character for me. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. So let's get talking about uh, your new position. She yeah. has a new position, Chris. <clears throat> what, doing what? Have you been living under a rock? Yeah. Uh, I clearly. Well, so, Corey, you're the new township clerk for Green Charter Township. So, what inspired you to be or run for the township clerk? Well, it definitely wasn't something I ever thought I would do or really even wanted to do, but we had the recall um, over the petition collecting over the summer, signature collecting. Sorry, it's early, my coffee's not kicking. Yeah. <laughs> have some rum cake. No, don't. Yeah. No, no, oh, don't yeah. Spend. That'll fix everything. <laughs> That'd be helpful. Um, so, you know, we did a lot of work collecting signatures all summer, and we got, you know, way over the minimum that we needed, and people needed to run against the previous board. So nobody was stepping up. And So this wasn't a lifelong. You, you, no. When you were graduating high school, you'd say, Absolutely someday not. I want to be a township clerk. Absolutely. Absolutely not. 
No. <laughs> Corey, I, I can tell you, because I've become involved at the township level now, mm-hmm. and prior to that, I didn't have a clue as to the responsibilities of mm-hmm. certain positions. What does a What are the responsibilities of a township clerk? I would say the biggest responsibility is handling the elections. So I'm in charge of all the running of the elections and preparing for the elections and all of that stuff. Um, we are like the keeper of the records, so we have all the cemetery records and things like that, and a lot of just the day-to-day office-type stuff, too. So, But, yeah, elections are the biggest thing. And pretty involved at a meeting. You're yes. Maybe more involved than, than a any, uh, general board member. Yes, we're a, in charge of taking all the notes and then doing all the minutes we're in charge of preparing for the meeting doing the agenda doing the notices getting all of the things together for the packets for the board members and and how about a big shout out to two very special women penny curry and mm-hmm. hannah says yes. am i pronouncing her last Stays. name right yes. uh haven't they been wonderful they they're both wonderful. uh uh on you know the board in big rapids township yeah. and i know they've been up a, mm-hmm. a lot helping you and, and that just shows how the community overall yes. the county can We've come together several clerks come. Yeah. i've got four that have been helping me i don't That's know if great. they want their names out there or not so i won't say but yeah, yeah we've had a lot of help it's fun that's great yeah. that that it's, is chris you're right that's that's a signature of this community correct it uh it it, it really is people came together what uh what goals do you have uh for your time Mm, in office well we're working on modernizing and streamlining everything right now we discovered once we got in there there's three different accounting programs and actually i think there might have been four and one is so outdated that there's no tech support for it so the treasurer can't even use it so just a lot of things like that and getting things organized. I mean, the people that were in there previously had been there for a long time. and Had their ways of doing things. Yes. And I don't necessarily want to do this forever, so I would love for it to be easier for the next person after me to get in there and just be able to find everything and get in and do the work that they're supposed to do without jumping through hoops. I think you guys need to create like a book that is like the contingency plan of transferring things. This is what you do first on day one. This is what you do. This is how you get into things. Blah, blah, blah. That's a great point, Chris, because that's what a public servant does. They don't hold grudges or animosity in in case they lose an election toward the next uh, uh, leaders. They think about the public first. And and really, the, the transition from one elected person to the next one should be really smooth when you have the interest of the public right. first it, and foremost. The township building should not be in closed down state or, or minimal operating for over a month because of things that occurred. So Great point. Anyway, uh, how do you balance between the township clerk job and your business and your family? How do you balance that? There hasn't been any balance lately. <laughs> I'm doing a tap dance with all the plates on sticks. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm doing. Just ask, what's her name? What's his name? Her husband. What's his name? John. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was throwing you a pitch there. You're supposed to forget his name because you were so busy. Oh, yeah. Oh. No. no, we've been together 23 years. So you remember? I'm not going to forget his name. Has it had any impact on your family? Yeah, my family has definitely been feeling the stress of all of this, but they've been... They've been helping out and doing, you know, they're they're holding it together still. My husband does a lot of the cooking, which he's always kind of done. Is he? Oh, okay. But, I was going to ask, is he a good yeah, cook? Yeah, he, he went to 
well, when we were in Career Center our senior year, I was in automotive and he was in the food service the culinary program. Center. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. What's your I favorite dish there. that he makes? He likes to make steak a lot. So yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We eat a lot of steak. But he made beef stroganoff last week, and that was really good, oh. too. Oh. So, yeah. so we'll put you on the spot. You're the, you know, uh, not the interim um, clerk, but, you know, it was a recall. Will 2024 have your name on a ballot? Like I've told people that have mentioned this to me already, it is way too early for it's me. It's a good to, answer. Yeah. <laughs> a, but like, just to, just to educate been... people, because there's a lot of confusion, mm-hmm. in a recall, mm-hmm. uh, a, a person has to run against who is being recalled, at least right. one person. And if they win, that doesn't mean they're in for four years. Right. That means they're in for, for the next till the next natural election yes. cycle, yeah. which is November 2024. Correct. Yep. So. Yeah. I will have to see how things go because this has been one of the most stressful months of my life. Just trying to, you know, normally when you get a, a new job, you have training, yeah. or yeah. you know, there's some <clears throat> sort of protocol that you follow to learn your new job. Yeah. This job, we were thrown into it. Yeah. Um, you know, I've never been on any sort of board before. But I've also never been to been hired in anywhere where you, which I wasn't hired and I was elected yeah. for this, but same kind of thing where you have no, you know, nobody with previous experience right. helping you. There's not a mentor yeah. there. There's no right. internship. There's no so, probationary period. Right. It's- we have had other clerks, but everybody does things differently. Everybody yeah. has different programs that they use, all that type of stuff. So they do, I mean, they've been saviors. They're angels. The state of Michigan really needs to come in and make a (laughs) standardization. I mean, in in the automotive industry, we have ISO standards to keep us consistent across all the companies. And there um, needs, Chris, you brought up a great point. There needs to be a continuity plan Mm -hmm. because there is going to be animosity in elections. It's very seldom that someone who loses an election, who's in power at the time, is going to say, "Well, doggone it, I lost." But Mm -hmm. come on, I am going to sit down and I'm going to really. For a month, I'm going to be in here every day showing you how to make this transition. That's not human nature. It's not going to happen. Unless so. somebody retires. That's exactly. the only way that's going to happen, probably. Exactly. So. What's the most difficult thing you discovered as being the clerk? Is the most difficult mm. responsibility? Well, the elections are going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Having, well, I can well, t- having the time to even just learn how to run them has yes. been a challenge right now because we keep having and you know, we've had to have all these meetings because you can't do you can't make any decisions as a board without having a meeting, right. an open meeting. So that's a lot of work for me. Every we've had four and we've been in there just over a month. <laughs> when when is the next meeting? January 9th, I believe. It's the second Tuesday of January at 6 p.m. And I think it was it at that first meeting that then you have to establish the meeting dates for the rest of the year, right? Or, or did you just do that at the last meeting? They were already established okay. through April, I believe, from the previous board. Excellent. We just we changed the time to six just because I, they were going so late. I know. I think you know you're a high achiever and you put a lot of pressure on yourself. But I I think people in this community are hungry for honesty and transparency and an elected official who listens to what they say. So I would just, if I could offer a little advice, enjoy the ride. I know you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself, but people are going to love what the board is doing because they don't expect you guys to know everything there is about running that township, but the expectations are honesty and representation, and you folks are already doing that. There are some people that expect 
them to know everything. There are, but but I would say the majority, as reflected in the recall yes. election, expect them to be listened to and heard yeah. and expect honesty and transparency. And, and I've had several people come in and talk to me about different issues that they you know, would like to address, and I am more than willing to talk to people about that. Anything else you'd like to talk about before uh, we get you? You've probably got work to do having it uh, Christmas time. Anything else uh, before we push you out into the snow? <laughs> that I can think of, but thank you for having me on today. Yes. You plug your your business and your weird buy. What's that? Your, your, Pears, the, Pears, your business, yep. how to get a hold of you. Paris Creek Jewelry. You can find me at pariscreekjewelry.com. I'm also on Facebook, again, Paris Creek Jewelry, and on Instagram. I do have a YouTube channel. There's a couple other different places you can find me probably, too, but I don't use them as much right now. So. And is your husband available to drive you home in case you have a piece of rum cake on the way out? No, he's working <laughs> okay. right now. So, so for the deputies the and, and troopers up here north of town, please uh, work somewhere else for a while. Lori's going to have a piece of rum cake. She's driving straight home. No. She's going to drive no, 22 no, miles an hour. No, she's not, Bruce. She is I'm speaking up, and we're, we're going we're gonna to come back here in a few minutes with Lori Brock. She, Corey, has not taken a piece of cake. <laughs> that was good, Corey. Creek Jewelry. Jewelry for free-spirited individuals seeking beauty, not perfection, on their journey through life. It's time to take your gift giving to the next level and talk to Corey Rebo about your custom order for Christmas or any special occasion. Even a Michigan governor bought earrings from Paris Creek Jewelry. Corey can take your ideas and turn them into handmade, one-of-a-kind pieces that makes your loved one feel beautiful and unique. Find Paris Creek Jewelry on Facebook, Instagram, and online at pariscreekjewelry.com. I'm Lori Brock with Rivertown Real Estate, and I've been in business about 38 years here in Big Rapids. I love my job because it gives me the opportunity to make people's dreams come true. It gives me a chance to meet people, work with them one-on-one, help them find exactly what they're looking for. I feel the real estate market right now is struggling. People are into a mortgage based on what they could afford a few years ago, and now the cost of living is exceptionally high. Inflation is high, gas prices are high, food prices are outrageous, and home ownership, some people have to downsize right now, and we just want to try to make that transition as easy as possible. If you want to get hold of us, you just give us a phone call. The office number is 231-796-4805, and we can help you. If Fido and Fluffy's reaction to your grooming and bathing leaves you thinking maybe that job is best left to the professionals bring them to the pet boutique in big rapids at their new location next to big rapids lumber and hardware on south third avenue with three expert groomers on staff your wait time is far less plus if you need to be away from home the pet boutique also offers that sometimes hard to find daycare and boarding for your pets Plus, they bathe, shave, and do nails on cats and large breed dogs. Deb is back, too, along with Katie and Lydia. Open Monday through Saturday, 8 to 5. Stay up to date on the Pet Boutique page on Facebook. Call for an appointment, 231-580-9387. The Pet Boutique in Big Rapids. 
Serving the universe from the top of West Michigan. The new B1039 is WBZX Big Rapids. The 80s and more. B1039. Welcome back to BR Buzz. And Chris, this ain't working, is it? I love that song you picked out. This ain't working. This is fun. But this is uh, Bruce Borkovich. And Chris Long. We're here with uh, Lori Brock. She's our second guest for today. Lori Brock, you own uh, what real estate agent is it? Rivertown Real Estate. Yeah. Okay. So when did you, uh, when did you move to the community? I came here um, when I was 18 years old. I came from the Thumb area. And I've been here ever since. Nice. What? Why did you come here? Going from the Thumb uh, to Big Rapids, that's a pretty big change. Um, it was. I actually was going to school at U of M, and uh, it didn't fit in there. The city was too big, and so I uh, left and came to see a friend of mine that was going to college here, and absolutely loved this area. Loved the quiet town, loved the rivers, loved the non-city atmosphere. And it drew me in, and I uh, I stayed. So you you came here, left home. You're 18 years old. You made that hop here and lived alone. Yes, that's that's cool. Yeah. That's very uh, courageous. Well, thank that, that's you. a big deal for an 18 year old. Yeah, yeah. I uh, my dad was a real estate agent and broker, and um, had to get a, had to get away and do it on my own. I I didn't. I had some sisters that kind of said. That I was getting things handed to me, and I had to prove that I could do it on my own. So have to be older, sister. Yep. So, <laughs> so you wanted to become a real estate agent because of your father? No, no, not really. I wanted to be a veterinarian, to be honest. Oh. And I was being defiant because my dad thought I should be a realtor because I did work for him earlier in my my like career center and all that sort of thing. And I was really de- really determined to be a vet until I got to you know doing some veterinarian stuff and it was just too much for me uh the sadness of putting animals down and some of the things just didn't didn't work for me so that whole time i kept thinking i was doing real estate on the side i'm like why don't i just do real estate i was you know i i liked it i grew up with it and so that's why i decided just to stay in it that's uh that's 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 a lot for an 18 year old to to process and and think about uh how has your involvement in the community influenced your career have you had any community positions in the past i know some people say you've never done any of that type of stuff yeah there was a lot of posters up earlier this year that said that i that was i didn't really have a lot of community uh um service but i i stood on the chamber of commerce i was a director of that for i think six years i was also an ambassador to the community for four or five years i was a building trades director and I've been on the fair board for Wexford County, but um, Big, Big Rapids doesn't need, you know, like, like they didn't need help. Wexford County needed help. So I was on the fair board up there for five years. So I've done quite a bit of stuff for, for the community, even That's, though a lot of people, or some people said I didn't. But Well, it was contentious. Let's just say yeah, that uh, yeah, yeah. that was a rough period, and we're looking forward and not back now. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Laurie, are there any local causes or organizations you're you're passionate about i'm going to take a stab at the fact that animal and animal welfare might be up there absolutely um i i love the the you know 
helping animals. We, we rescue a lot of animals on the farm. Um, I also host Horses and Heroes programs, which help um, veterans that have post-traumatic stress, um, and they, you know, they deal with their problems and some of the issues that they have through horses. And, um, you know, that's a really cool program that we did. Actually, Ted Nugent came to the farm, not this year, but last year, to help us with that. Oh, so wow. it was a really cool program. That's neat. And just a, just a, a comment from an observer, your farm is unbelievable. It's gorgeous. Yes. It's like something out of a movie or a storybook. My first time there was for the rally. And, uh, you know, I've driven by the farm. You could see it was beautiful. But being up close there, I'll just never forget uh, when Vivek was speaking. He's speaking. It's this beautiful evening, and there's horses going back and forth behind yep. him, and roosters crowing, and chickens <laughs> clucking. And I thought, this is beautiful. This is Big Rapids, Michigan. This is America, really. Well, at one point, the horse stuck his head around the, the flag and just kind of watched. Wasn't that thing? something? Yeah. I remember that. Did you get a video of that? I think I did. It's yeah. somewhere on one of the phones. That, that's, yeah. that's amazing. She's a rock star. She wanted to be in the picture. She's so, like, hey. Was one of your horses in a movie? I heard that rumor. Yeah, yep. Um, actually, two of the horses were. Um, Nitrous and a horse named Hans. They were, it was called Albion the Enchanted Stallion. And we actually flew, well, we filmed some of the movie here at my farm, some of the movie at Curry's Golf Course. Oh. And then we flew them to Bulgaria and spent a couple months in Bulgaria filming. So, yeah, it was really fun. fun what was experience. the name of the movie again? Albion the Enchanted Stallion. Yeah, I've never oh. seen that one. <laughs> I'll give you a copy. That's <laughs> perfect. Sign it, please. No. Just, we'll do. just briefly, Lori, tell us about your journey to becoming a broker. First of all, what's the difference between a broker and a real estate agent? Um, it's just more education and time in. Um, you almost have to be a broker if, after you've been, when you've worked for a while. Um, I, I'm very, I critiqued a lot of the brokers that I worked for. And I thought I could do better. And one of the first companies I worked for was Westdale Better Homes and Gardens. And they actually moved out of Big Rapids. So it was at that point I, I had to make a decision either work for somebody that I didn't really necessarily fit in with or start my own, own company. So that from that point, I just started my own companies. Neat. What, what advice would you give to someone entering the real estate or who wants to enter? Maybe they want to come work for you or for someone else. What advice would you give them? You know, um, you have to be very, very self-motivated, and um, you have to be able to, to push yourself and not have a boss do it for you, because um, sales is is definitely, you know, you put in, you get out what you put in. Sure. And if you're, if you're thinking you're going to come and do real estate and work 20 hours a week, it's not going to happen. Um, my daughter works for me now, and she's feeling it. You know, you're working... And not so much in the winter, maybe, you know, 30, 40 hours in the winter. But in the summer, there's a lot of weeks where we're over 100 hours a week because we have clients that, you know, want to buy and sell. And that's what we have to do. And a lot of weekends. And all weekends. Because almost. that's when people are available to look at houses. Yep. And, and in the evenings. So yes. your personal life's a little bit, you know, and you have to really juggle things. But Are, are people moving in or out of the community more, would you say, since you would know? Um you know, I see people moving into the area. We have a ton of people from California, Florida, um, that are moving up here. Sometimes sight unseen, they're buying properties oh, wow. because they're having problems in their state and they just want out. Oh, you yes. know, so um, we've sold a lot of properties that way. A lot, a lot more cash deals than we've ever seen ever. And I've been in the mar in the real estate business for thirty eight years, and I've never seen so many cash deals before. You think instead that's... of getting a mortgage? Yeah. 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 You think but, that's a certain 
you know, demographically a certain, uh, uh, this generation now who can afford houses, you know, maybe in their, in their 40s or 50s, have and maybe their inheritance already from, from very productive parents. Is that a you little know, bit of it? Sometimes, but the people around here know. Usually the people that are coming in that live in Michigan are going the normal route. They're getting the rural development loans or their FHA loans, low money down loans <clears throat> to get a start. It's the people that are downsizing from California where the price difference yes. is so different that they can afford cash. The the local people, very few people have cash, you know, to just spend on, on a house. So, What's the region that you service? Like how far uh, north, south, and east and west do you service? It's crazy, but I go all over. Oh, really? I was in Grand Haven, South Haven, wow. Traverse City. Mm. Um, you know, I go all over, wherever people need me. So, so you sell houses up there or you purchase the Well, you which end of the spectrum list and sell up there clients that have been clients of mine forever and ever and they're going to buy up in traverse and so they'll like Lori, please we trust you so i'll go to traverse and help them or i have i have one family that has a whole bunch of airbnbs and we go all over the state to try to find the the right housing for them or you know sometimes when you're dealing with c stores or gas stations or whatever bars they're all over the state too so i go wherever people need me that trust is really important. When we moved to the community here, I'm not going to mention names, but we were looking for acreage, which we're going to talk a little bit about. And uh, I felt that I needed someone representing me as a buyer and uh, uh, reached out to some friends and was referred to someone they really, really trusted. And this that particular person's now a friend because I trusted him so much. But that's huge, isn't it? It is huge. It's, and it's most business. Of the people they want trust. Do, well, it's, it's a very... Uh, personal thing that you're doing because you're, you're buying one of the biggest purchases of your life so you have to trust the person you're working with and and you do almost gosh so many of the, my clients are my friends now because you you go through that process with them and and you know it's a you know it's a celebration when you finally get to the closing table what are the biggest challenges that you that you find that your clients have when moving to the area right now um Right now in this market, are, there's no housing available. There's very, very limited housing. And what is available, um, if it's been on the market a while, it's usually overpriced. Or if or if it's been on the market a while, it can't get financing. You know, no. the houses are so bad that they, they can't pass, you know, inspections. Are, so. there, there, are there people, when they're moving up here, ever complaining to you that there's no jobs? Um, no, I've not heard that at all. I haven't heard the job situation at all. There's There's a plethora of jobs here. Um, it's not that when they're moving here, they're moving to get away from the city yep. and getting, uh, you know, they'll drive an hour without a problem to get into an environment that they want to be in rather than deal with the traffic and the crime and the, and the, you know, just the hecticness of the city. Yep. We have a ton of people from Grand Rapids that, and, and Grand Rapids, Cadillac, <laughs> you know, Chicago even. Our, our resort properties on the lakes are a majority of Chicago buyers, Chicago and Lansing, because they want to get away from that. So, Chris, tell your story briefly. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I moved out here to be uh, in the rural area an hour from Grand Rapids, and, and that's why I'm up here. And I have no problem with that hour drive. It, it allows you to wind down when you're leaving work so you can basically be at home without thinking about work and then wind up while everyone's still at the water cooler or the coffee uh, cups at work in the morning so i like the hour the, the advantages of living in this community outweigh uh, you know that that's your priority you want to live somewhere nice in, in, a, in a great rural community and if you sacrifice a couple hours driving so be it right yeah yeah, yeah. gas prices are not fun though they aren't no no that's that's true Lori, uh let's talk 
current. Tell us about some of your top listings right now, whether they're you know uh, homes or or you know uh, big properties, hunting properties, small hobby farms. What what are some of your current top listings? Um, well, just I'll just hit the ones that we just listed. One of them is an adult foster care home, which um, is bringing in good money. Um, they've run the business for a long time, and it's it's very profitable. That's one of them here in Big Rapids. Just listed a triplex in Everett that's a brand new construction, so that's a like a very top listing right now too. Plus, we've got some beautiful properties on the river in Barrington that just came up. So those were just listed in the last week or so. So. So some people in the community uh, keep talking about the uh, supposed solar and uh, wind or solar fields that you're putting in on your farm. Are you putting in solar uh, solar things in your farm? Absolutely not. That's just another one of the uh, the mistruths that people have been spreading about. Well, they show this contract. So is the contract still valid or was it removed or what's what's the deal with it? Could you give a little bit more background? Oh, Absolutely. The, um, the contract was, I think, put through in 2018 or 19. And what it was is a friend of mine works for a solar company, and he needed they needed a place to store vehicles and shipping containers, whatever, um, for a year or two. And they asked if I would be interested in it. They gave me 1000 bucks, And I'm like, yeah, there's nothing, nothing else. Well, they gave me the lease, and it was a standard lease. But we wrote a codicil on the side that said this is for you know, vehicle storage or, you know, just short-term storage. Well, whoever it was went into my records to try to find dirt on me, I guess, and found this lease and tried to, and has told everybody that I'm building a solar plant there. And they even put a picture of my farm with drawings of solar plants all over it, like the solar field. Mm -hmm. And it's an absolute lie. And not only all of that, but it was it was put in in 2019 and expired in 2000 or two years after that. And they never even put a car on my on my property. Nothing ever happened. They didn't store anything. They they just thought they might and they never did. So it's just a kind of a big mistruth that that has happened and is circulating. And and uh, I think it's people that just don't really have anything better to do with their time than try to make up stuff. Yeah. You know, we're trying to save the community, not. Uh, not make it worse. And we are definitely against solar and wind all the way. So, um, you know, we don't like the government overreach saying that they have to put it here. And I will fight that tooth and nail just like we're fighting Goshen. And we're going to talk about that in a future show. We were supposed to have Tom Coons on, but we we had a little emergency personal issue he had to deal with. Um, But, uh, uh, yeah, we're uh, going to dig into that uh, a, a little bit what else anything else we're running out of time shortly but anything else regarding trends in the real estate market what you recommend what are interest rates doing just just give us you've done this so long give us a few tips and things on uh, what's next for real estate well you know no one knows the, no one has the uh, glass ball to know the future but we are definitely um, you know with inflation and everything else people are struggling right now. Um, I, I kind of see people are going to downsize a little bit in the future to try to get their payments under control. The interest rates are high. Um, commercial loans, my gosh, I was just talking um, to one of the banks, and they're almost 10% for a commercial loan right now. So people having uh, loans and having to refinance is going to be very, very difficult for people in the commercial world, and which is very difficult because most commercial loans are on a three- or five-year amorti- amortization or arm or, you know, um, I'm not saying the wrong word, but... Uh, um, 
where you where you have to refinance it. Yeah. So it's going to be difficult for these people that got into a loan and yeah. have to refinance next year. Um, and and same thing with you know home loans are ridiculously high. You're talking seven eight percent. And it's hard, and inflation, gas prices, food prices, all these things are really, really difficult. And the market was really high. Well, now that market has gone gone over the bump, and it's kind of going back yeah. down again. So I expect the trend to be more people selling houses again, having more more product on, you know, choices for people, and um, you know, people downsizing, unfortunately, and probably a lot of foreclosures coming up. That's what we're. We're seeing that trend. Well, that's right heartbreaking. Now. It is it? very yeah, heartbreaking. Yeah. Lori, real quick, the name of your business again and where you're located. Um, we're Rivertown Real Estate. We're at 1810 State Street in Big Rapids. Excellent. So we've certainly uh, appreciated you being here. Um, phone number? I could see someone at home thinking, I was just thinking about maybe looking for some property or maybe thinking about selling my house. Got a phone number? They could uh, make it real easy on people who maybe aren't online? Absolutely. My office number is 231-796-4805, and we'd be very happy to help you with anything you need. They can come in and talk to you, and it's not like you're going to charge them like an attorney. No. $250 for talking to me, right? Anyone no, can... no, no. All of our consultations are free. Our market analysis are free. We're here to help. So if there's anything we can do, please give us a call. Excellent. Thanks for coming in, and goodness gracious, thanks for the uh, rum cake. You're very welcome. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right. Is there a a holiday coming up? I think it's Christmas. Uh, Christmas is coming? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, you know, uh, Santa Claus will be dropping by Johnson's Automotive on Wednesday, December 20th from 530 to 730. Uh, Free photos with your camera. You can bring kids, parents, grandparents. You can bring pets. Get them involved in the... uh, in the uh, photos, uh, Johnson's is at 1305 North State Street, and you can call them at 231-598-6053. What else, Chris? If you're interested in joining the Rotary Club at Big Rapids, it's a global network of like-minded people dedicated to making a positive impact on the community and our world around. If You, you can find them on Facebook and ro- at the Rotary Club of Big Rapids or stop by the lower level of Artworks building on Tuesdays at noon for the first two lunches are on them excellent this time of year i know a lot of people it, hit, it hits me that i need to give uh not just take and receive and celebrate and eat rum cake uh the misiola curry comfort home is looking for donations for their home check out their website misiola curry comfort home.com or you could call 231-287-2208 the donations would be appreciated Chippewa Lake Church are having services on Sunday, December 24th at 9 a.m. and a candlelight service starting at 7 p.m. Feel free to join them on Chippewa Lake Drive in Chippewa Lake. Find out more information by going to ChippewaLakeChurch.com. And another place, Chris, to donate, uh, uh, giving, you know, in the end is is far more rewarding than receiving. Uh, the Animal Rescue Coalition, it's a nonprofit, no-kill shelter. They always need donations of food and toys. Uh, they house dogs and cats throughout the county, and uh, they only pay take us to take dogs. We're the first shelter in decades to take cats, Macosta County's only shelter. They typically have between 50 and 60 volunteers who come a couple times a day to spend time with the animals. Dogs are walked several times a day. They care and love for these pets as if they own. Those are the nature of the people who volunteer at shelters, huge hearts. Who, who love animals, uh, they rehabilitate abused and neglected uh, pets. So 
Uh, the shelter's been open for over 11 years. Remember, adopt, don't shop. There are a lot of wonderful pets there that need a home. And uh, some stories I've heard from people say the best animal I ever had wasn't the puppy I bought. The engineered purchase, it was adopting uh, a pet. So, yeah, And they just reopened, too. They did. So. Yeah. We would like to thank our sponsors this week, Real, uh, Rivertown Real Estate, Lori Brock, we have here, and Haley Brock. Haley, Lori's daughter. Yeah. And the Pet Boutique, located next to Big Rapids Lumber and Hardware, the old cash and carry, thanks to the Pet Boutique. And Paris Creek Jewelry, we had Corey on, uh, so go to pariscreekjewelry.com. And this is along with other supportive people and businesses from our community. We thank each and every one of you for getting behind our show. If you would like to sponsor our show, Big Rapids Buzz, call your best friend Jen here at B1039 at 231-796-1103 and she'll get you started. And if you wonder, wow, these guys are doing okay, Jen is here like a puppet master moving our mouths, her hand up our, our back, telling us what to do and what not to do. Yeah. Uh, so so listen again on January 8th, Monday at 8.30 a.m. for Big Rapids Buzz with me and Bruce Borkovich. Listen again next Monday at 8.30 a.m. for Big Rapids Buzz with Bruce Borkovich and Chris Long. Brought to you by Rivertown Real Estate. The Pet Boutique on South 3rd Avenue in Big Rapids. Paris Creek Jewelry in Paris. Along with support from the community. Big Rapids Buzz, a presentation of B1039.